The following is a live broadcast of a Lone Star Community Radio program. Recorded and broadcasted live on IRLoneStar.com, Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1, and Facebook.com slash IRLoneStar. For more information on this show, please visit our show page at IRLoneStar.com slash shows. To sponsor or donate to this program, visit our donate page at IRLoneStar.com slash donate, or email us at lscrstudios at gmail.com, or give us a call at 936-666-1084. Lone Star Community Radio production and broadcast is possible by folks like you. So sponsor and donate today. Hey guys, Connor from the Ticket Stub, and you are listening to Lone Star Community Radio on 104.5 KCZW LP Conroe and 106.1 KZCC LP Conroe and worldwide on IRLoneStar.com. Welcome to Monday. I am Margie Taylor, your host for Conroe Culture News, FM 104.5, 106.1, Lone Star Community Radio out of downtown Conroe. Yes, it's still summertime in July, but it's not raining, and, uh, you know, I think the humidity's kind of low today, so we'll see how the day goes. But it's going to be a great show. Today, we're going to talk all about veteran services in our county, in our community, and the guest today will be Shirley Oh, gosh. <laughs> now I forgot how to pronounce her last name. Shirley Udio. Udio. Uh, help me. Okay, thank you. And uh, Corinthia Reese, and they are from Tri-County Behavioral Healthcare Veteran Services. Chris Sadler, owner of Honor Cafe. If you haven't eaten there, you need to hear all about it, and they are right down the road here. And then Adam Black will uh, be on the last segment, Senior Vice Commander of VFW Post 4709. And he has with him his dog, Berto. So maybe we'll hear from Berto, too. Who knows? So this show is sponsored by Roger Stein Chiropractic, and they are located by Conroe High School in if you're a new patient, follow her Facebook page to see how she's giving back to CASA with every patient. Just $25 a visit, and it all goes to CASA. So, uh, a little bit about downtown Conroe. Uh, did you know that we have several places you can get your hair cut in downtown Conroe besides the restaurants and the two theaters and music all the time? So, Pixie on Main is upstairs on Main at 326 and a half, and it's right by Mimi's on Main, and it specializes in highlights, lowlights, or you can update your summer look with a bob. You can get a caramel, I don't know how you say it, balage, balayage, you know, with the two colors, however you say that. It's new, trendy. You can go from blonde to redhead and even cover up those dark roots. So also there's a Switch Hair Studio, which is right down this street on Main. And they're next to the new event venue, 202 Main at 204 North Main. You can get any kind of haircut for women or men from their professional stylist. You can even get a spray tan or eyebrow wax. And you can make an appointment there or you can go on their Facebook page. And did you know that 
that we have Shepherd's Barbershop in downtown Conroe, and that is the oldest barbershop in Texas. Yes, indeed. And I bet Chris knew about that, didn't you? Third oldest in the country. There you go. Third oldest in the country. Wow. Let's just forget Texas. Did you know they were vandalized a week ago? Yes, ma'am. Yes. And there's actually a GoFundMe set up, and the girl who set it up is the owner of Pixie on Main, which was Tawny Campbell. So uh, there is a link for that if you're interested. The owner, Leon, has been working at the shop since August of 1978. He purchased the shop in 2013, and it's been featured on the Texas bucket list. So that's right down the street, too. A little bit of trivia about downtown Conroe. You can hear music, you can eat, and you can even get your hair cut. So with that, we're going to roll right into our guests today, Shirley and Corinthia. Welcome to the show, and at the other side is Chris Sadler with the Honor Cafe. So tell me a little bit about Tri-County. I mean, I know that they um, hold the seat, so to speak, for mental health services, but tell me about the veteran services. So it's really amazing here at Tri-County. We're really focused on expanding our veteran services. Before, we did a lot of peer-to-peer -peer support and just outreach, making sure the community knew veterans were here and that we were all ready to contribute to our community by helping each other. Currently, we've expanded our program to provide free counseling for veterans, regardless of discharge. Free. Free. Family members and veterans. Um, the Bob Woodruff grant that we have currently does not require DD-214, so we're accepting different forms Let's talk of about what that means, the lingo. So Bob Woodruff is an amazing <laughs> nonprofit that contributes to veterans and veteran services. So we contacted them when COVID hit and we were kind of in shock. We, un we knew the need, the mental health need that was gonna hit our community and we wanted to make sure we were prepared. So Bob Woodruff awarded us a grant. Um, so we were able to provide free case management and free counseling to veterans. So we're not asking for DD-214. Okay, well stop, what is that? DDTE 214. DD214 is our discharge paperwork that we receive um, from whichever branch of service. So when we separate, you are handed this criteria, little form, checks. It has all your records. It shows you every medal you've received. And that's kind of what the holy grail of veterans. <laughs> That helps you get, opens the door to all your veteran yes, services. It really Basically does. is what you're saying. And you're, you are a veteran yourself. I am, yes, Navy veteran. Okay, and when were you in the Navy? From 2010 to 2014. I wow. was stationed in San Diego, California. Sounds fine. <laughs> and, and, yes. and when she said the Holy Grail, I mean, you got to be careful. You got to go back because a lot of your medals, if you, once you get out, you know, your units or your like for my the division is still receiving citations from things you did so you have to go back and make sure that you have all of your awards because they won't all be on your dd214 by the time you get out if That's you're right. if you're deployable and like like guys now who are coming back from from uh, different campaigns all over the the world um, you're gonna have to go back and check to make sure that you get those up-to-date citations to make sure you get all of your your, your medals and your ribbons yes and so i do believe that the military is doing a better job of letting us know that this is the holy grail of services and that we need to have them on standby. But for a lot of our older veterans, that wasn't the case. So they weren't sure of how excessive the need for that DD-214 was going to be. So with the Bob Woodruff grant, we are accepting any form of show proof that they were veterans at one point, that they did serve their country. And that's open as well to all um, reservists 
and National Guardsmen. So we're very excited about that. Everybody. Yep. Everybody. Anyone who served. I, I want to make one more comment. It's important, too, because, like, for the Marine Corps side, in 1946, uh, there was a large fire in the, uh, the, the building that held all the microfish of all the DD-214s for the veterans coming back from World War II. So majority of those were lost. So those, those World War II veterans, which, you know, unfortunately, there's not as many as around, you know, today as there were. We're losing about 11 a day. But those guys, uh, they may not have a copy of their DD-214 because, like the Marines, they were lost in a fire. Mm -hmm. And the Marine Corps tried to put stuff back together for them. So that, what she's talking about, it's, it's important for guys like that who say, I can't bring that, I can bring some other, you know, documentation, but I can't bring a DD-214. I don't have it. So they can still connect with you and then you guys can figure it out yes absolutely okay. if anyone walks into our doors and say hey i'm a veteran i serve uh, but i would like to get services we will not turn anyone away regardless of proof we will help them throughout their treatment validate that they did have service or that they were in the military but we do not turn anyone away regardless of documentation proof or not so how do they connect with you? You say walk in your door. Yes. Are you uh, are they walking in your door right now? Yes, we were very very fortunate. Uh, Tri County did not close their doors. We okay. are open. Uh, we have received. We still have our walk in services. A lot of that has gone to t telecommunication. So you call in instead of showing up. But if any veteran is ever worried or didn't know where to go to, maybe they don't have access to a telephone or to the web and schedule an appointment that way you can walk into our doors at 233 sergeant ed holcomb boulevard south conroe texas 77304 absolutely and that's will. out down by um, the conroe animal shelter and social security office all that stuff is right there so you come see you and go get a dog yeah absolutely <laughs> right absolutely <laughs> okay and tell me about your friend who's sitting next to you corinthia Hi, my name is Corinthia Reese again, and I am over a program that's called the Texans Recovering Together Crisis Counseling Program. And in that program, we also provide free crisis counseling, um, but this could be to anyone, including vets, um, to where they can receive crisis counseling to deal with the stress, anxiety, emotional strain of dealing with COVID-19. It's available for all age ranges. For anybody, so if I wanted to go. Yes. Um, get some help because of my anxiety yes you could call us and we could get you set up and we're doing ours by telephone right now of course because of COVID-19 and individuals as well as ourselves are still a little scared to go out and be at people's houses or meet at other places so we are doing it by telephone right now but it's a totally free service as well um, through a grant that is, that is managed by Tri-County. So anybody can call. Our number is 936-521-6331. And we're located in the same building as Shirley and the Veteran Services. So the 233 Sergeant Ed Holcomb Boulevard South, Conroe, Texas 77304 which is a mouthful, um, but we're Sergeant Ed Holcomb. Yes. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> we're all located in the same building. Down um, from Home Depot and the school yes. and all that. Yeah. Find your way. Yep. Well, very good. So, okay, so you offer a, a lot of different services for vets. Yes. And I know that I connected with you recently to write about that, but 
Tell me the different services you offer. So we're, ser we're serving our community, our veteran community, through crisis support, and that can be reached at 936-446-9195. So if any veteran is ever feeling hopeless or maybe having thoughts of suicidality or just need someone to contact, this phone number is available 24-7, seven days a week, 365, and another human being will answer. One of the issues that we saw in That's our important. community, yes, is that veterans were calling that 1-800 number, being sent to someone in Vermont who would then transfer them back down someone in Houston. That's frustrating. It is, it's very frustrating. And if we have a, a local mental health facility here that can operate this, which we do now, we're really That's excited. Great. And it is someone local in our community here. Uh, and then if they wanted to get linked up with free counseling services, that would be 936. 444-5088, but my area of specialty is the Military Veteran Peer Network, and that's where we have veterans helping veterans within our community. That's where we com collaborated with Tough and are able to support our veterans that are- Texas United for Freedom. Texas <laughs> United for Freedom, that's right. So we're able to connect our veterans to additional support if they need it. Uh, Tough was able to help us expand our growth. So we have women veterans group. We have peer to peer. We're able to provide food at some of these, which is amazing when I have a veteran come in and maybe they say, hey, I haven't eaten in however long. I want to participate in your group. I'm like, absolutely. Sit down, have a meal, take the load off. You know, it is the community taking care of the community. And that you can reach if you want to volunteer, you want to participate in any of our groups. You can reach us at 936-521-6132. And we will connect you to either be a peer support mentor or just participate in our groups. And you have a training program to be a peer support mentor. Uh, tell me about the, the women's veterans group. So you were meeting in person. Yeah, so we started our women veteran group earlier this year. Uh, January and February, we met at Kitchen Tables down by the lake and we kitchen love tales mm. kitchen tales that's right thank you i know you. where you're talking about <laughs> it's fascinating right the but maybe you should go to the honor cafe <laughs> yeah. uh -huh. you know hey yes that's why we were extremely happy to see that yeah. grant opening went through and that they're being so successful but hopefully we're looking forward um to people it's all on feedback, in, right? In Once person, the yes. female veterans feel comfortable meeting in person, we'll run out there. And maybe if we have to do two groups, that's also a possibility, too. We'll, well do you a could virtual. do half and half, yes. Yeah. A lot of times meetings are uh, virtual as well as in person at the same time. Yeah. That would be a beautiful thing. Wouldn't it? Don't I you love connecting see? people. That's, that's, I mean, that's the future, right? That's, that's the future we're going to live in. Probably for, Possibly for a little for, while, anyway. For, I, I At least through tomorrow. Of time. No? <laughs> yeah. And, and then, in a senior so. conference room, right? We can have one person at each table. Ah, <laughs> we yeah. Have, we have a yeah, we have a private dining room that'll seat seventy, and then we have what's called the flex room, which is a uh, room used by the the shop and used by the restaurant, but can also, I mean, can be used for whatever, and it seats about seventy. You can make it work. Absolutely. You can make it work. It's the flex room. You can make anything work. It's five-star so, dining and, and camaraderie. <laughs> so you have the Women's Veterans Group, which is great because it's just fit for them. Women who, you know, women te are, are the kind that don't generally care for themselves because they're the care you know they care for others all the That's time right. and they're working and they've been in the military and they come home and they take care of their family so this group is for them to work with others in the same 
situation. Yes, and it provides us the opportunity to network. You know, it's statistically proven female veterans come home and like you said it yourself, we hit the ground running. We have to continue to provide for our families. A lot of times female veterans are married to other veterans and we're yeah. having to provide that support for them. Uh, and we don't take the time to slow down and just focus on ourselves and building Breathe. our... Yeah. <laughs> Um, so it's a great networking opportunity and I encourage all the female veterans in our community and even if you're not within our county lines join us especially virtually but you are tri-county for a reason right exactly Walker Liberty and Montgomery County three tri (laughs) so there you go but yes you're saying that if you live in spring a little bit over the edge or something come on right yes absolutely everybody's welcome absolutely so you also have a program where you help those that are uh, in prison or that are homeless. Tell me about some of those programs. So through our MVPN, we have a mentorship program. And we have partnered with Montgomery County Jail as well as with our court system here in Montgomery County to create a veterans treatment court and to create a special pod. So if you've ever been to the Montgomery County, which hopefully all of us have no (laughs) Uh, but they have certain areas separated from general population uh, which sergeant anderson she was the biggest advocate for this program and she is has veterans best interests 100 percent in her heart and we are so fortunate to have her on our team but she separated one of the pods and transformed it into the veterans program and her hopes are to bring in counselors, bring in treatment, and bring in those resources that veterans weren't connected to on the outside that kind of led to some of the downfall and some of the divergence from their goals and their the challenges. Yes, of right. Course. And so <clears throat> if you are honorably discharged and have a nonviolent um, charge, you are able to participate into that vet's program, and she'll take care of you. We go in there. Our mentors are trained to require relate those resources and really provide you with that clear path to recovery and just to stay on track and they continue to provide that support whether you're incarcerated or not our mentors are dedicated to these veterans and they will continue to see them so it's wonderful on that end as well with veterans treatment court if a veteran who's been honorably discharged has committed an offense which could be linked to service connection which a lot of us know right that depression anxiety ptsd a lot of times is hidden through substance use and abuse. So those DUIs start stacking up and a lot of times our veterans feel like they are alone. So our mentors are trained to kind of guide them through the process of Veterans Treatment Court, tell them that. Is that the one by uh, Kathleen Hamilton? That's right, the Honorable Kathleen Hamilton. She's so sweet. She is such a pillar of our community and she loves the mentors. That's a big asset to have that in Montgomery County. Yes, absolutely. and she you know, took the reins and said, absolutely, we're going to be here to support our veterans through and through. And having her on your side through all of this, and she has so much compassion for our veterans. And of course, she's the wife of a veteran as well. Her husband was in the Navy. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So she knows firsthand what that looks like and what that can look like. So I absolutely adore her. She has a great team working under her that continue to guide and just help our veterans know that they're not alone when they come home. Regardless of what happens, a veteran is a veteran is a veteran. Always. Tell about the collaboration. I'm to me, Marge, that little look because I'm, yeah. I'm in the Marines, right? Yeah, I'm, right. I'm a Marine I get it. she's Navy. So that's, I get it. My son's in the Army. Okay, so, <laughs> so there you go. So, and, uh, and, and speaking of their mentorship program, the, the mentors are no joke. They're heavy hitters. Uh, one of my mentors 
retired Marine Corps General Stephen Hummer. You know, you get a three-star general that's in there mentoring. In I've those heard him pods. speak before. Yes. He's incredible, right? This is a man mm -hmm. that at the end of his career was leading uh, AfricaCom, which was, you know, thousands of troops, Marines, Army, Navy. I mean, this is a man who knows how to lead and how to get you out of trouble and how to talk to you. And he's one of your mentors that's down right. there going that's and nice. talking to guys in that jail pod. And so, I mean, we're not talking about, you know, your, your second, your B-string mentors or, or counselors coming out. You're talking about they've put together a dynamic program that is helping people and changing lives. Thank you for that. Yes, yes it's true. It's true. So you have uh, also helped people that have been on the street. And yes. uh, recently, tell me a story. So at, when COVID hit, it was about March, and we knew, especially working in the mental health field, right, we wanted to be as prepared as possible for anything. Uh, we weren't prepared quite for this. So towards the end of March, beginning of April, we were contacted by a female veteran who was in the midst of leaving an abusive relationship. She had been dealing with domestic violence, but because of the homeless shelter shutdown, she had no idea what to do. She called the 211 hotline, which fortunately we have collaborated with some of their workers and have them as our volunteers through MVPN and the mentorship program. And called, said, hey, I'm a female veteran, I'm gonna be homeless, and I have a child with me. Uh, my last resort is walking into these woods and staying there. So she got off the phone, called us, and said, hey, I know you have collaborated with Tough. Is there anything you can do? We were able to provide her a hotel for a week, and we contacted and collaborated with other organizations. U.S. Vets stepped in right away and said, hey, we can get her some secure housing because of COVID and everything that's going on. The process is going to take a little longer, but their program was actually able to take on the hotel charges after our week Stay. That's wonderful. Yes, and now she's in again more collaboration. Absolutely, and now she's living mm -hmm. in a studio apartment. She's away. She's in a studio apartment for six months, and she's waiting for her um, two-bedroom apartment. And wonderful. Yes, and you, the community. You know the story, right? Yes. Yes, because Miss Corinthia used to be our <laughs> counselor for our veterans <laughs> mm -hmm. program there. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yes. That's so good. We were That's able to good. collaborate. We continue to follow up with her, make sure if there's anything she needs. The community is here and here to support her. Her and her daughter are doing That's well. Love it. I love it. So, Corinthia, uh, I bet you've been pretty busy. I have been. <laughs> <laughs> I have been pretty busy. Um, I started it with this grant. Like she was saying, I was the veteran services counselor. Uh, so I used to go into the jails and do groups in the jails pre-COVID. And I did um, therapy one-on-one -on -one with veterans and their families. But I transitioned into this role on June 1st. Um, so we had, hadn't been too long received the grant. So I had to gather a team and, you know, get everything up and running. But the team, we have four teams. Um, two people for each team. So the teams are up and running and they are talking to people every day and giving, we also give resources in the community as well. So if somebody doesn't know where food pantries are, uh, housing resources, legal aid, um, any of the testing sites, any of that information, we also provide people with that information. So if somebody is just in need of resources, they're more than welcome to call us as well. They don't have to participate in the counseling if that's not You have those on need. the website too, don't you? Yes, Under uh, Veteran Services, I think. Didn't I see that on um, And the network yeah. of care. Yes. Uh, listed it's but good. there's been some additional resources that are just specific to covid mm -hmm. that if somebody needs to call and talk to the talk about those or we can provide them with information 
Yes. This is enlightening, Chris. It's excellent. It's good. It's good. I love hearing all those wonderful things. So you've told us some success stories. You said that anybody is eligible as long as they're a veteran, and even if they don't have their um, holy grail of paperwork, (laughs) (laughs) whatever the acronym was, they can still get services, and then you'll follow up and find out how to get it. And the website is tricountyservices.org, and you can hit forward slash veteran services. But if you go to the website, you can kind of scroll to it anyway. And you even have your own Facebook page. Yes. (laughs) Tri-County Veteran Services, everything going on in the community through veterans, for veterans. We share it. We love Mm -hmm. it. And we just want to bring awareness. And yeah, that's cool. That's cool. So the Tough Foundation, they have a barbecue um, barbecue cook-off in November every year. And they give to VFW 4709, they give to Tri-County, and then they give to the the Tough Foundation as well to help the veterans continue the care. But I think it's good to hear the stories of how you're using the funds to make a difference in the community. People want to know where their money is going, right? Yeah, they want to know. (laughs) Well, I mean, even if you're a sponsor, you want to know that your money is going to a good cause for the veterans. So it's a good check-in. Yeah. Are you aware of that, the Tough Foundation? Oh, yes, ma'am. of course you are. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Are you going to have a team this year? I, I don't know. We'll, uh, you know, uh, we'll see if we have a team. We're we're really kind of domestic to the kitchen in there, and our executive chef, Oscar Sandoval. I mean, he's, I don't, I don't, you know, I haven't asked him to get into a cook-off trailer yet, so we'll see how he feels. <laughs> I mean, if you see our food, he's a, the owner cafe will be a part of it though. Mm-hmm. Of some oh, absolutely. Sort. Oh, we'll we'll figure out how to how to help. We're here to help the community in any way possible, and the veteran community. It's a no-brainer. Yeah. So we're going to take a quick break. Uh, Corinthia, did you have anything else to add that I missed? No, I did not. Okay, we're going to take a quick break, and then we'll be back, and we might add another person to the table here. Yay! Yay! I'm Margie Taylor, and this is sponsored by Roger Stein Chiropractic. Since 2004, Roger Stein Chiropractic has offered spine and joint manipulation services to residents of Montgomery County and surrounding areas. Conditions treated include lower back pain, migraines, headaches, whiplash, carpal tunnel, neck pain, sciatica, joint pain, sports injuries, herniated discs, and complications from pregnancy. Roger Stein Chiropractic, led by Dr. Stacy Rogers and Dr. Brian McGee, is an integrity-verified chiropractic clinic. Call 936-441-9990 for an appointment or visit rogersteinchiropractic.com. That's R-O-D-G-E-R-S-S-T-E-I-N chiropractic.com. 
What is homelessness? Have you seen parents struggle to find a job without having transportation or childcare? What about the children sleeping in cars with nothing to eat? Families shouldn't have to struggle to survive and children should not be homeless. Family Promise of Montgomery County serves the needs of homeless families and their children. Learn about ways you can help and learn about partnership opportunities at www.familypromiseofmc.org or call our day center at 936-441-8778. The Texas A&M AgriLife Extension Service has been dedicated to educating Texans for over a century. In 1915, the Extension Program was established under the federal Smith-Lever Act to deliver university knowledge and agricultural research findings directly to the people. Ever since, AgriLife Extension programs have addressed the emerging issues of the day, serving diverse populations across the state. Texans turn to Extension for solutions in horticulture, agriculture, 4-H and youth, and family and consumer sciences. Extension agents respond not only with answers, but also with resources and services that result in significant returns on investment to boost the economy. Join us Fridays at one o'clock for the AgriLife Extension Hour. A Lone Star Community Radio is ready for the summer. If you or anyone you know is looking for summer internship opportunities, a Lone Star Community Radio is a great place to grab the mic and be on the air. A Lone Star Community Radio offers a great opportunity to those interested in learning about the radio world all year round. Be an on-air personality, talk show producer, or YouTube TV podcast editor. Contact the station at info at IRLoneStar.com or call the station's message line at 936 647 3776. Okay, we are back, and this is the second segment of our show today. I am your host, Margie Taylor, and this is live Facebook on Conroe Culture News. There will be a YouTube link that is put on the show uh, on Conroe Culture News a little bit later today or tomorrow morning. So if you missed any of this, stay tuned and listen to all about the Veteran Services with Tri-County and Shirley and, uh, now I forgot her name, Corinthia. Corinthia. So sorry, I just butchered her name. But now we're going to talk uh, with Chris Sadler. He has opened the Honor Cafe last Monday. You've had a lot of excitement. You had a, a party there last Tuesday after hours, right? So mm-hmm. you could have parties there, you know. Absolutely. You're, you're very flexible. And then seated next to him is Adam Black. He's the senior vice commander at VFW Post 4709. Yes, ma'am. And uh, then we'll, we're going to have a conversation inviting everybody to the table here, so to speak. So, Chris, Honor Cafe, how long has this been in the plan? About, uh, about 20 years. Um, you know, and it's not, it's not my plan. It's, uh, I'm going to have to give glory and credit to God first because, you know, everything good comes from God. And, and this is a good thing. And he kind of put this idea, uh, seeded us with this idea. And... Um, and the only thing that I'm a little sad about is it took me 20 years to get it put together because I think that a platform that purely honors veterans and their families, I think that America, you know, we should have thousands of these type of platforms. And the fact that this is something special or unusual, 
I think is not good. I think that hopefully this will be a trend that will turn and we'll see more things like this where, uh, you know, where kids can come in uh, with, their, with their fathers, their mothers, their grandfathers, their grandmothers, with their uncles and aunts, and they can see uh, what it means to be a patriot and, what it, and, the, and the cost and the value of being an American, what was paid before them. And I think that that helps you to, to want to be a better American. And, to, and you know, I, I need strength around me as I get older. I have four daughters, and I need strength around me because <laughs> as I get older, it's important, right? I can't do the things I used to be able to do. And part of that strength is patriotism and the community that surrounds me and my family because uh, patriotism is a, is, is a strength. And tell me about your background. I was in the Marine Corps for seven and a half years um, with the 2nd Marine Division, mostly with 2-6, which is 2nd uh, Battalion, 6 Marines. And um, after that, I was in law enforcement and uh, was municipal and then into federal and then ultimately back into security contracting doing what I did in the Marine Corps uh, to try to make a little better living for my family and uh, then became a business owner and met you when I was a business owner. I, I own a couple of defense related businesses and um, then I also joined Rotary with my second business joined Rotary, and that's where I met you was in Rotary uh, of which I'm the president of Conroe's Rotary Club. Yeah, very, very happy and proud. To, to and be. they're now meeting at Honor Cafe, right? Well, for temporarily because of uh, the COVID situation and the complications at the at the uh, chamber, chamber of Commerce, sure. which is where we meet, um, it was easier for the folks who are coming because we're, we're a hybrid group right now, Zoom and right. uh, live folks. Um, because of all the complications and the complications we were putting on our caterer and these type of things, it, it made sense to do something different. And since I know a few folks down at Honor Cafe, I was able to say, hey, we can probably make this work. And so we're going to make it work for the time being, definitely. So um, you have a legacy of patriots. Tell me about that. What, so, what is that? So the leg legacy of patriots program is our steamer table. Basically, people want to optimize their lunch being downtown. Um, so it's going to be two entrees, four sides. Um, and that menu will change every day. And then it'll change every week. But what we do is we tie it to a veteran, and people can go onto our website, which is uh, honorcafe.us, and they can nominate a, uh, a veteran for our Legacy of Patriots. And, uh, and we take everybody that's nominated, gets a month. And right now, uh, it doesn't have to be a fallen patriot, but right now we have a year and a half of patriots that have been nominated, and every one of them has fallen. And so we interview the family, we talk to them, we find out their favorite foods, we incorporate those favorite foods into the menu of that steamer table, which as I stated, it's, it's ready. So when people come in, it's kind of a, think of it as a blue plate. When people come in, they see it and they say, uh, they'll tell their server, I want that. And it comes to the table right now. You know, the, the longest part of that is getting their drink. So if they want to eat in 10 minutes, it's or ready to go. Minutes, it's ready to go. Um, but we also, uh, we have a large piece of professional uh, parchment that we put up behind the steamer table on the side of it where uh, folks that come into the restaurant can leave a message for the family. At the end of the month, we box all that up with a professional letter and a gift certificate from us. We send that to the family with all the stats. You know, 20,800 people ate your son or daughter's favorite meals, and their story was celebrated. That's wonderful. And, Isn't that a uh, nice idea? And if you find yourself near the restaurant, please come in so that we can honor you as a family. And then we archive them on our website where they'll live for, for as long as this business lives. And you know, that's when, when we interview these families, that's probably the biggest theme is that they don't want the story forgotten. They don't want their loved one, the sacrifice, which is so huge to a family, they don't want it forgotten. So 
we're going to help make sure that those things, uh, those stories are not forgotten. Is your restaurant unique? I mean, I know it is here in Montgomery County, but is there another restaurant like this? I don't know of any other restaurant like this. And when you come in and you see it, we that just do. gives you goosebumps, doesn't it? Chills. Yeah. <laughs> we, uh, we, we have a kind of a mutual aid program with Hearts Veteran Museum up in Huntsville. Um, you know, Miss Tara Burnett is the director up there, and she's done an incredible, amazing job. I'm surrounded. I'm blessed in my life. I'm surrounded by incredible women, incredibly strong uh, women, and she's one of those women. She, I mean, if you've never been to the museum, you need to go to the museum and see the, the it's such a very professional and well-done museum, but so personal because, you know, a lot of those, most of those articles come from our counties, from Walker County, from, uh, you know, from Montgomery County, from just these few surrounding counties, kind of what tri-counties, kind of your counties. Yeah. And, uh, you know, uh, we do a mutual aid, so we have things in the restaurant from the museum along with our own things, and people are bringing things to, to, to display. We don't own any of those things. Uh, just like we, we have 48 whiteboards in the restaurant, it looks kind of weird when right now because they're just starting to get filled up, but they're magnetic. And so what we want is for the veteran or for the veteran's family to bring a picture of them, a copy of a picture that they can leave on the board. We want the, the other than the decorations that are there, we want to adorn and honor our walls with our local veterans. It's their restaurant, so that's what we want. But Hearts Military Museum provides those things. And, uh, and you know, it's incredible, the, the, the genuineness of the stuff that's there. That's nice. Commander, have you been in there? I have not, I, I, but I will definitely be stopping in shortly. It, so. His boss has been in there a couple of mm, times already. Yep. So we saw her for lunch, and then she came back for breakfast. Is that Kelly Glass? <laughs> yes, ma'am. Miss Miss Kelly's been in there and uh, and gave me the thumbs up, so I appreciate. Well, it. there great you go. Things. So, uh, of course, I'm speaking with Adam Black. He's the senior vice commander of VFW Post 4709, uh, Veterans of Foreign Wars, right? Yes, so, tell me a little bit about yourself, Adam. I'm a uh, ten year Army veteran. Uh, I was all all over uh, <laughs> throughout my time in the service, uh, being in for ten years. But uh, I got to go to Iraq and Afghanistan both. Uh, so. And y'all do not have your canteen open right now. No, we do not. Due to COVID, uh, you know, bars are shut down. And so we are still having bingo going with the guidelines Go directed. Bingo. But uh, bingo's, I mean, it's a, it's not just uh, like a gambling per se. It's, it is a charitable organization. So going there, all that money goes back to the, the VFW, in which then we spread that back out to the community. And you need a fundraiser because you had to cancel a fundraiser. Yes, yes we've had to cancel uh and uh, the post is getting older. Things are going down. We had an AC go out. So, I mean, that we're trying to do fundraising to basically improve the post as much as we can. Do you have a lot of people that come in there daily? We, yes, yes. Uh, and all walks of life, all sorts of problems come in. And we, we do it our best. We do send a lot of them to Tri-County uh, or, you know, to the VA. Um, or we help them out, but we kind of vet what we're, before we just just throw cash at people. Yeah, I know sure. we send a lot to you mm -hmm. as well. Yeah, like, well, did you fill out your VFW <laughs> financial form? Like, yes. What the VFW is not for that? And I'm like, you'd be yes. surprised and, what the VFW is for. And on yeah. a daily basis, uh, it's calmed down due to COVID, obviously. But generally, on a daily basis, someone comes in and needs assistance. Well, I want to tell a story with the support of uh, 4709. Um, I'm a member of 4709 as well. I'm in the role there, and when I moved to Conroe, uh, my wife needed a new vehicle. We went to Wiesner Chevrolet when Mr. Wiesner was still living. 
We went in there and uh, they found out I was a Marine veteran. And not only did they give me a great deal, but they they said, "Hold on, I said we want to talk to you." And their their head of sales was the commander for the VFW mm-hmm. at that time. And he said, uh, "He said, are you eligible to be in the VFW?" I said, "Received many letters, but never taken the time to, to." And he said, "Well, hold on, I said we got to check a few things." And they checked some documents and found out who I was and that I was eligible. And uh, Mr. Wiesner himself came around and... Uh, he was a nice man. On Canes, came around and thanked mm-hmm. me for my service in that office and said, I want to pay for your first year at the VFW. And that's how I got connected into 4709. He paid for my first Wonderful. year. And of course, you're going to stay there. But um, that's the community support for our veterans and for, yeah. you know, for, for, for the VFW folks there. So what do you need? Uh, just, you know, uh, the fundraising uh, that's coming up, uh, we have one, uh, well, it's kind of been postponed due to COVID, but we have a political forum coming up that uh, is going to be a fundraiser. Uh, and then once the canteen opens back up, it is, uh, it's not just a bar, it's a, it's a non-smoking private club where you can bring guests in. Uh, we do have it, the opportunity for first responders to come in and, and get a membership too. And it is a way to support it. Just, you know, the events, you know, follow us on Facebook, uh, Everyone's got a Facebook, so follow us on Facebook and see things that are coming up. Well, also throughout the years, or throughout the year, we have uh, BPRs and any kind of significant uh, anniversary, um, whether that be the Fourth of July. Uh, the Korean Armistice is coming up on the twenty-sixth uh, at five p.m. I had that in my notes. Yes. Yep. Uh, and then also another thing uh, we have coming up is a blood drive on the first of August. Well, it's so, good. They need blood. They only have like a day's supply. Yeah. But what's also nice about this, so free of charge, if you donate blood, uh, they'll do an antibody test for COVID-19. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. I mean, that, I think the average is somewhere between 75 to $100 most places to get that done. So if you donate blood, you get it done for free. So that's something nice. To, is that with the Gulf Coast Blood Center? Don't get me to lying now. It doesn't uh, matter. Yeah. <laughs> it's, you know, the, the blood people, you know, the people, the, blood that, people. the, the, the vampires okay, that the come take center. your blood. That, it's yes. all good. So I, I, tell me about uh, your uh, first lady commander. Oh, Kelly Glass. Uh, Kelly Glass uh, is an awesome lady, good friend of mine. Um, and just she's been the kind of the tip of the spear in a lot of things we've done at the Post. Uh, she's just. It's hard to get people active, too, in, in this. You know, um, I remember as a kid going to VFW, and it was always packed. But as one, back then, there wasn't a whole lot of other organizations for veterans to go to. You had the Legion and the VFW primarily. And so as the years go on, the, we are losing younger members. We do, our post is, is lucky that we do have a lot of younger members like Kelly. You're young. Uh, well, <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but right. it's it's that 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 newer blood in there too, mm-hmm. uh, to keep it alive. But Kelly is a, a sweet, awesome lady. She looks out for the post. You know, she has the post interest uh, for, uh, foremost. So, yeah. Is she part of your women's veteran group? She is not. I've been well, trying to link up with her. I know she could I be know. a speaker. Anyway, she would rally up the troops. Am I right? Yes. Okay. There's another collaboration here. Strong Perfect. Lady. The only yeah. bad thing about Kelly is she was in the Air Force. That's about the only bad thing. I oh, well, we haven't heard about the Air Force. <laughs> Let's just round it out. Well, that's more reason why we need Kelly uh, here. Right, right. Marines, Army, Navy. We need yeah. Air Force. 
yeah, and, and she, Coast Guard too. But she grew up when, <laughs> That's I, right. when she came and ate breakfast with us the other day. She was telling me some of her story, and she, uh, her father was a heavy machinery mechanic, mm-hmm. I think, and wow. she grew up in the shop. And she looks like a person you wouldn't want to make angry with a wrench in her hand. I can tell you that. <laughs> she looks like she's just. You know, Don't mess with her. Strong-willed lady, um, just incredible, well-spoken, and uh, it was a joy to, to be with her over there. So. Well, that's wonderful. Yeah, you know, getting new, fresh people mm-hmm. in there, grow the organization. Every organization needs that. You I know? mean, it's been around since 1899, I believe, is the number that my head's telling me. Uh, it's a long time. It's been around a long time, and uh, ultimately... So it was no, here during the fire that we had in Conroe, downtown Conroe. I don't know about the Conroe location, the VFW as a whole. Uh, okay. Sorry. okay. Sorry, not, not specifically <laughs> post-4709. So we won't say that. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, it's, you know, we're in the community. We're in the, the schools. We're teaching kids about the flag and the mm-hmm. importance of the flag, especially in this day and age where it seems to be it's more disrespected and forgotten about. I mean, I think you, a lot of people forget that the red on that flag represents the blood of the men who died fighting for our country. So, yeah. Very good. So, your bingo. Can anybody go? Or do they have yeah. to be a you member, don't have to be a member of the VFW? Anyone off the street can go play bingo. How much does it cost to play? Oh... Because that's a fundraiser. The more it's people fun go ra- play yes. bingo, right? I, I don't know how much the, the, the sheets cost, to be honest with you. I have a five-year-old, so I'm not much of a bingo player. Uh, <laughs> uh, the bingo I play is at the house, uh, yeah, like and I always lose. Like. Yeah. Uh, Back yeah. in the day. <laughs> sheets and ladders. <laughs> I get it. But anyway, so it's available to anybody Tuesday, Thursdays, Fridays. Yes, ma'am. Okay, and then you have like a late night one, too, don't you? Uh, Fridays, I believe, is our late night one. And Ooh. apparently some, there's some, the real deal in there because Kelly said there's like players that have like, you know, all these the mega carts. trinkets and <laughs> oh, things around. Like luck, yes. luck trinkets yeah, I had a mother-in-law like who used to do that. Statues and stuff. The, and she's the like, good luck charms. It's incredible. Yeah. The said. idols. And, and they, so, I mean, that to me that would signify like the real deal. Somebody that knows what they're doing. If they're showing up, so it must be real bingo. Yeah, it's, it's uh, people take it seriously. Yeah. yeah. And they, that, they want their spot. Is it smoky in there? Uh, it, it can be, yes. Uh, so we have gone, <laughs> non- I don't like. we have yeah. gone non-smoking <laughs> in our canteen, but during our bingo sessions, uh, it is, there is smoking. There is non-smoking okay. section, uh, but. But it yeah. filters through. I don't know that there's, I don't, you know, <laughs> I don't have a, a broad history with bingo, but I don't know if those two things are separable. I think that if you have bingo, you have, you have smoking. It so. is what it is. So let's loop back to you, Chris. Um, you have comfort food, right? American comfort food. What kind of food do you serve? Okay, so this is, uh, I mean, you've got to see it because it's, first of all, I, I think it's pretty new to Conroe, the type of food that we're bringing. Um, you know, I wanted uh, kind of comfort food, but yet we have an incredible executive chef that comes from Zochi downtown was where he was a chef uh, before he came here. So, you know, the Latin inspiration that he brings, we would be absolute morons not to let him come in. And that's what we did. I, I told him, I said, take a look at the menu when he got there. And he looked at it, he said, yeah, it looks like a great menu. I said, no, it looks like a menu other people can do. I said, and we want something different. And I said, you know, let, you know take it home, let me know what you can do. And the next morning he emailed me a new menu. And uh, and you've eaten some of that food, and I'm telling you, Tostada, that it was heavenly. We, it was so good. Even the presentation, right? The oh, presentation, everything. The and I thought I was getting one little tostada, and I'm like, eh, whatever, I'll just take it home and eat it. No, it was two, and it, the shrimp were 
not the size of my hand. I'm <laughs> I'm gonna lie, but yeah. half the size maybe. Right. They were really big. No, the food his food's beautiful. It's uh, it's it's purpose it's purposeful food is what I say. I mean, it's, it's aesthetically with, with pleasing. Mm-hmm. The the flavors are purposeful. Everything. I mean, it's really good. You, know, you can look at me. This is radio, so I can <laughs> so I can lie and say I'm an, I'm a salad guy, and people would know that you know. It's I'm, also on camera. Three, okay, so they know I'm 300 pounds. All right. So, so. and. Uh, <laughs> You know, but he's got an heirloom <laughs> tomato and watermelon salad with a, a lime mint vinaigrette. And you wouldn't think that, I mean, I'm not a salad guy, but I'd eat that salad for the rest of my life. It's incredible. And we had to cook the whole menu to do photographs for, for marketing. And so I've eaten the entire menu. And I yes. can tell you there's nothing, nothing on there that I do not like. And your menu is on your website. On so people web, can look at it. It's on the website. Absolutely. And you uh, do curbside and to go? Curbside. To go. I mean, since that's the new trend, curbside, right? right? Yeah. Can I give a number? Can I give a number out? Can I do that? You can do whatever I'm, you want. This is good, all about you. I'm not as good as her, so I can't, I've got to look at it. But our number is uh, 936-286-8081. Is the number of the restaurant. If you call, we'll meet you outside. You'll, I mean, we're really sophisticated. You're going to say, "I'm in uh, blue." Uh, we're going to ask what color your car is and what car it is, and we'll we'll meet you. We'll we'll make it happen. So we you have the it. museum that's next door. And the place is huge. It's bigger than I even thought it would be. It's a it's a big place. We've got you know about um, you know seven almost eight thousand square foot of restaurant in there. So um, you know we're we can handle some big crowds. We had two uh, veteran uh, motorcycle riding clubs this weekend. Um, we had uh, you know uh, we we opened on Monday and then some folks from uh, Judge Santini's campaign came down and fell in love with the place. He's not judge yet. Oh well, he's he won, so he's he's. Challenged. Well, he also has a challenger in November. But okay, I'm just saying, uh, I'm trying to be politically correct, so to speak. That's right, that's right, Margie. So, like I was saying, Judge Santini. Okay. Um, <laughs> so, anyway, they came down and said, Hello, uh, Vince. "said Can we have a party, our watch party here tomorrow night?" And uh, and I said, "How many people do you think?" They said, "Oh, probably not more than 120." And I said, uh, "Yeah, let's do it." And then we put a special meeting together. So those shrimp tacos you ate, we made mini ones, and then we made uh, out of our burgers, which our hamburgers, the burger blend is, uh, it's beef short rib, brisket, and and chuck, and it's the best hamburger to have. I mean, it's awesome. So we made sliders for them, and they came in and had a great time. And these people were like, I was walking around, and of course the Santini family is incredible. His mother was there, his brother, some of the best people you ever meet in life, and. Uh, uh, it was just great, but people were saying, we can't believe that, you know, we, we didn't know about this place, and it's beautiful, and the food's beautiful, and, and you know, we, we're just, and I, and I said, yeah, we opened yesterday, and they thought I was lying, and I was like, no, we, really, for real, we opened yesterday, so it was great, we had a great event with them, and uh, we've been rocking and rolling ever since then, and hopefully with the community support, we'll keep on going. We were stalking your grand opening since January, and I told your mom this. I'm like, we, we were like, we're going to have mug meetings there. We're going to do this. And then we got pushed back, and then we were so worried. COVID hit. They're never going to open, and you did it in the middle of a pandemic. He pushed through, right? No, that's, Amazing. That's, uh, that's, the, that's the spirit. You know, that's what I, you know, uh, we, we are going through some tough times in America, but, you know, if, if you ask me where I'm going to bet my money, I'm going to bet on America every time. I'm going to bet on Americans because right. Americans are going to stand for that flag. They're going to yes, stand, too, and they're going to do what, what it takes for each other. And, uh, you know, I think that, that word community has been perverted a little bit in, in modern time. We need to take that word back because community, it's pretty simple. We help each other. We help each other when we need it. You're absolutely we right. We stand up for each other. And, uh, and that doesn't, you know, I mean, our country's built on equality. We're not perfect. We're not perfect people, but I've been all over the world, you know, with the Marine Corps or with security contracting or with business. I've been all over the world. And I'm telling you, we do it pretty dang good. 
we don't get it right every time, but we do it well. And when we don't fit, you know, you know, finish it the way the way it should be finished, uh, we apologize and we fix it. We try to fix it. And uh, you know, I've met I've met great people. We've had some incredible stories come through this restaurant. I mean, I, half the time last week I didn't remember my name. We had War II <laughs> veterans coming in that wanted to sit down and tell me their story. We had Gold no Star surprise. Mothers come in Saturday. We had a Gold Star Mother come in. I mean. Right at the end of the of the of the shift there, I thought we we're about out of the woods, and she came in, and she here's this beautiful lady. She said, I want to talk to you outside in the parking lot, and I was like, uh, well, Uh-oh. and she goes, I want to talk to you in the parking <laughs> lot. I can't tell you why, and so we go out in the parking lot, and what she wanted me to see was her son was killed in Iraq, in Missoula, mm-hmm. Iraq, but they had his truck, and he it was he it was the love of his life, and he wanted to fix it, and he had all these plans when he came back. Well, they've completed that truck for him in his honor, and they're holding it. She has uh, he has a nephew who's only one years old right now, but she said this truck will be in perfect working order when he gets old enough to drive and we're gonna, if he wants it, he can have it. If not, you know, we'll do something with it. But she wanted me to see her son's truck and uh, incredible. There's a lot, there's a lot of pride. Incredible. So I want you to share who's also with you, Adam. Can, can you lift yes. Berto up and well, show with no, the camera? Not. No, he, he don't want to uh, be lifted up. Berto checked um, out on Berto, <laughs> Berto the dog yeah, is so, here with Adam. <laughs> uh, Berto is what you would call, uh, he's what's technically an at-home service dog. Uh, so I got him through United States Veteran Service Dogs. And so Berto <laughs> at the 16-month mark, they go through a vigorous medical screen. He has a geno code that for cataracts. So he potentially will have cataracts. So he couldn't go to the veteran. Uh, he was initially intended to go to because of that. So he needed a home, and uh, Scott, uh, uh, Phillips, and Conroe got a dog for him, Triton. And when, when he went out to get Triton, I found out about Berto and basically said, you need him, and I have him. So, but he rides with me all the time because if he doesn't, then he gets, uh, he likes to dig holes in my backyard. Mm. <laughs> so he needs that purpose because, I mean, the majority of his life, I got him last November, was training to be with someone. So he does mm-hmm. a lot better when he's in the truck with me. And But as you obviously see, he's a great dog. But uh, his... Very easygoing demeanor. His purpose for me is... Uh, he hasn't even barked or anything. No. Nobody would know he was here. No. Berto's a big black dog. What kind of dog <laughs> he, is he? He's a, he's a black lab. I thought he was. Yeah. Okay. And uh, he is... Uh, he's a different dog with the vest off. So uh, he, he knows his, his purpose when it's on. Uh, and... It's just great to have him. Uh, he'll wake me during night terrors. Or, and just having him makes life easier, ultimately, at the end of the day. He's, he's your just, buddy. He's my friend, yeah. I get that. So. Yeah, my son is in the Army, uh, stationed in Fort Hood, and mm-hmm. he's getting ready to uh, re-up himself. Yay! <laughs> and so he's been looking at the different um, career choices, yes. and one of them was a dog handler, mm-hmm. is what he his passion is. But he's looking at where that's going to take to him in the future too and he's not sure there is one necessarily but i will share with him that possibly right yeah you well know. i mean ultimately depending on what he wants to do when he gets out i mean law enforcement know. security <laughs> things like that when that and time frame comes you know then it changes you know i thought i was going to uh i was headed towards retirement 10 years in neurologist said uh time to go to the couch your back can't take playing uh gi joe anymore more or less and uh here i am now so, you know. Do you enjoy what you do with the VFW? I do. I love the VFW. Like I said, I was raised in one. Uh, and just basically, I'm continuing on my grandfather's legacy with that. Uh, he was big into it. Like I was 
raised there as a kid, spent mm-hmm. a lot of my t- childhood in a VFW in America Legion Hall. And it was only, uh, I got out in April and then September I walked in the post and signed up. So. And when did you serve? I served uh, 2004 to 2015. Wow. So. Wonderful. Can, can I take a minute and thank my fellow veterans for their service? I was just going to do that, thank yes. You. And well, also, y'all. Margie, I want to thank you and your family for your service. Thank you, ma'am. <laughs> thank you. Right. Well, I appreciate y'all coming on here and talking about all the things that are available for veterans and, you know, your special honor cafe, your concept. Without you creating it, it wouldn't have happened. You know, so you had it in your head and you made it happen. So it's a great place to go eat and be with other veterans and honor their service. Mm-hmm. Right? Yes. And, and we're so families. excited about the future of what it's going to mean to our community. Um, and you guys hire a lot of veterans, right? We not only hire veterans, but we also buy a lot of our uh, anything we can buy from a veteran company or any company that gives to veteran causes. Like, like we have uh, uh, a special type of barbecue sauce from a company called War Pig Barbecue, which is all veteran-owned company. Mm-hmm. They were just a cook-off team, and then they uh, people with other sauces. They did uh, competed for uh, Best in Texas, the HEB event. Last year they won number one, and now they're doing like fifty thousand bottles of sauce into HEB wow. a month. But we actually use their sauce in our menu, Very and cool. uh, then we buy their sauce for the shop. And uh, so we support veteran companies as well through the company. I mean, it's. Anywhere we can support a veteran company, anywhere we can support that's a veteran right family, um, that's what it's for. It's, it's a real simple. A Marine like me can, can get it right, and our staff can get it right. We, we honor veterans and their families, and we hopefully make great food, and that's it. It's, Are there crayons on the menu, too? Let's Ooh. listen to that coming from the <laughs> well, Thank you, Margie, for having us. Yes. Thank you. So that about wraps up our show. We are out of time. So thank you for listening, and thank you to our veterans. Yes. Thank you. And thank you for that for that glorious outfit you got on today. That you American want to take a flag picture with this. That is yeah. incredible. Incredible. Thank you for having us. It was so nice to meet you guys. Thank you for Pleasure your service. And, and the cra- and the cra- and the and the crayons consequently are so that the army guys can uh, draw pictures of their heroes <laughs> that, are, that are in the Marine Corps. That's awesome. <laughs>